Cal here from the morning show with Cal and friends on 107.9 KYB. After taking a few days off due to bad weather, we are back our Thursday edition of our show. Normally it's throwback Thursday, but we didn't have time to come in and get things ready. Today, however, we had three interviews with Coach Hunter Quickle, Coach Fletcher Reed from the Snyder teams, and of course we had Coach Nick Gable from the Duke Tigers. They were talking about their upcoming playoff games that will be in Alex for Snyder and Arnett for Duke, along with Blair as well. Trying to find the groove back again after being gone for pretty much four days. Uh, thanks for listening in. This is Cal sign off on 107.9 KEYB. Good morning, Texoma. I'm Cruz, and you're listening to my dad, Orlando, on 107.9 KYB. Good good morning, Texoma. Cal here, 107.9 KYB, the morning show with Cal and friends. I hope everyone's having a great and safe Thursday morning. We're back. We just wanted to make sure that uh, we weren't on the roads when they were bad out. But now that the main roads are good to go, decide to come in and take care of business. It is Thursday, February 18th. Right now it's 11 degrees, but it feels like negative three. So make sure you're layering up still. Today's high will be 31 degrees. Overnight low will be six. But tomorrow, 41 degrees. Saturday, 42. Sunday, 47. And Monday, 58. So by then, all this beautiful white snow would be gross looking. That's the only bad part about the snow. Looks so nice and beautiful. And then it turns gross. Really gross. I've been thrown off all week. I'm I'm a routine guy. 5 a.m. Gym. Radio. Production. Gym again. Home. Gym and then back home. I just been home too much. <laughs> oh my goodness. Home way too much. Gotta spend time with the girls. Always a good thing. But I, you know, we're, we're a routine. We, I don't know, we're a routine. Speaking of routines, basketball playoffs. We're supposed to start today. However, due to the bad weather and road conditions, OSAA, OSSAA decided to push back playoffs to Saturday, Monday, and Tuesday. Duke and Blair, the bo- both boys and girls, will be in Arnett on Saturday. 
first game is at one for the Blair girls, followed by the Blair boys at three, and then six for the girls from Duke, and then eight from the boys of, of Duke as well. The Snyder girls and boys team will be in Alex. The girls plays start at one, and then the guys play at eight on Saturday. And then we go from there. I believe if Duke, the both Duke teams win, they play Tuesday. Same goes for the Snyder boys. And if they lose, they play uh, Monday. The girls from Snyder, if they win, they play Saturday. They lose or out. Tipton is in Verdon, and they play Saturday. Don't know this, the time yet, but they play Saturday. And we'll give uh, we'll find out information. We'll put that on the commercial for our upcoming sporting sports for this weekend. But congratulations to all the team, all the teams. We will have a uh, coach Quickle and Coach Fletcher Reed from Snyder calling in this morning between seven thirty and eight o'clock. And eight thirty, Coach Gable from Duke will be calling in as well to give them an update on their team's uh, upcoming basketball. Playoffs, exciting times. Duke is defending state champ for Class B. Snyder is the Snyder boys team are really really good. The Snyder of girls, Snyder and the Duke girls and the Blairs teams are they're gonna fight to the very end. And the other teams better not sleep on them. They better not. I'll tell you what though, we should be uh. Very excited for the, all the teams in this area. They're really good. Yeah, we kept up with the sports. I'm telling you, these teams are really, really, really good. We'll talk more about that later when the coaches call in. <clears throat> Today's National Days of are brought to you by Whitaker's Extreme Gymnastics. Whitaker's Extreme Gymnastics making tomorrow stars today. But they're closed today due to the weather. Cow milked while flying in an airplane day. Yeah, it's real. Crab Stuff Flounder Day. National Battery Day. National Drink Wine Day. Pluto Day. And Thumb Appreciation Day. Those are your national days of. I can hear Simcoe. You don't know how to read all of them. They don't make sense. I know. I know, Simcoe. I know. But it's okay. I'm going to have to look some of these up because, like, why cow milk while flying in airplane day and thumb appreciation day? I get the drink wine day. I believe parents have been drinking wine all week if they're stuck at home with all their kids. I know some people went out, but, man, when it's NATO 13 with that windshield, no, get my babies indoors. They'll need them to get sick or bit and whatnot. Anyways, we're going to press on with the show. Normally, it's our throwback Thursday. Didn't have time to come in here and pick a year and download songs. So we're just going to play some regular music, get that blood flowing, because I think most people are going back to work today. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to be right back after these commercial breaks and song set here on 107.9 KEYB.
And we're back on 107.9 KYB. The morning show with Callum Friends. Yeah, finally back to work. Tracy's out there already shoveling the drive the, the walkway in her fancy boots. Her fancy boots. It is Thursday. Kind of feels like a Monday. Short week. No school for the local area out here. I think they should just make this spring break and for spring break they can go back to school makeup for the days that uh, they missed this week. Amanda Davis, if you're listening, get in the air, bro. Mr. Warbis over there, let them know. Let's just make this spring break. Kids are eating me out of a house and home. But other than that, I can't complain. Cannot complain. If you're driving out there, please be careful. Black ice is a real thing. And some of these roads aren't 100% cleared off yet, so please be careful while you're out there driving. Extra, extra, extra careful. Because there's no uh, no need to get hurt or hurt somebody else while driving just because you're in a rush to get somewhere. 7.34, in about 11 minutes, Coach Reed from Snyder will be giving us a call talk about their upcoming playoff uh, games out there in Alex. And they said Duke and Blair will be in Arnett this weekend as well as Saturday. And then when they advance, turn right back around for areas. These kids spending a lot of time on the bus the next few weeks. And I'll be spending a lot of time in the, the HHR driving to locations back and forth to provide quality serve coverage of these playoff basketball games. We're going to go to commercial break, play a song, come back, and that should give us uh to bring us to the 15 till mark for Coach Reed to call in. I'll get it together, I promise. It's, it's been a while. It's been four days. It's been throwing me off. Finally went to the gym for the first time since Saturday, so yeah. Thrown off. We'll be right back here on 107.9 KEYB. And we're back here at 107.9 KYB, The Morning Show with Cal and Friends. 738 on your Swatch Watch or cellular device. Let's see uh, Coach Quickle called during the commercial break. Let's see if he's still on. Nope. Let me tell him to call back. There we go. Still not working. We try it. We try it again. Nope. Uh, live radio. Just talking to producer Tracy during the last musical break. It's going to get nice and warm next week. Gonna be in the sixties. Here we go. One oh seven nine. 
Hello. Can you hear me, Coach? Yeah, this is Coach Quickle. Coach Quickle from the Snyder Cyclones, Lady Snyder Cyclones, on her way to regionals this weekend, Saturday, in Alex. Uh, what time is tip-off, sir? Uh, we tip off at 1 o'clock on, th- on Saturday. Who are you all playing? We are playing Alex. Oh, nice. They, they get the home court advantage. But, you know, I've seen you all play a few times this year. And let me tell you what, y'all, y'all are going to be a hard out for these playoffs because you, you got some seniors on your team. You got McPherson, you have Davis, you have Smith, uh, who you know, seniors who've been around for a while, and then you got some young players like uh, a Robox and a, and a Granger. You have a well balanced. You have a young team as well. You have some young people that are are getting some major minutes to go along with these seniors. So I mean, you have a you got a good group coming back next year as well. Yes, yeah, we got a good mixture of, of, of senior leaders and uh, a lot of young freshmen coming up. So looking to be good, a good learning experience for the young ones to continue uh, what we're doing. So uh, what is y'all's game plan for this weekend against Alex? If it's, it's uh, well, Real quick, one and done, right? Because y'all, y'all lost in the, the dis- district championship, right? Yes, sir, yeah. We got beat by a really good Geronimo team at Geronimo. Um, and then, so Saturday, uh, obviously with the weather, changed quite a bit with the uh, possibility of if things go well, we could play five games next week. Um, but uh, Saturday's game plan is uh, Alex is really big. Uh, we're going to have to block out and do things right on the effort end and play defense. And then uh, hopefully so our pressure, we're going to try and, apply some pressure and get some turnovers and uh, lead to some easy layups. But really just preaching to the girls that uh, effort and intensity on the defensive end, uh, block down, rebound, finish, finishing possessions. Yeah. I, I, I was expecting you all to win this past week, and I knew you all would come out of that, the district tournament going advancing to the next round. Now that – now that you're advanced, the, the, the more you advance in the playoffs, the, the of course the quality teams get better. Uh, one thing that y'all are lacking as well is, is some some size. I mean, the tallest player you got on your team is Granger, and the rest of the team is kind of average height. Uh, is that a concern for you? Uh, well, uh, girls, uh, we've played quite a few teams this year that have a big girl, uh, and the girls have done really well as far as. Uh, when I challenge them to block out and do things right, and we have to really focus on those things, uh, they've really done a, done a good job of uh, focusing on it and doing a good job of blocking out. And so, uh, not really. Uh, the girls work really hard, and uh, I mean, obviously, it is uh, a size difference with that. But uh, the girls have done have done really well so far, of, uh, accepting that challenge and doing a good job. Uh, what's one thing that su- that has surprised you this year with your team? Uh, well, with high school kids, they surprise you all the time. But um, really, just how well we've changed. We've we uh, just this past year, we've had to go, we've went from really last year we were a fairly slow playing team, uh, and they've uh, this year we've tried to pick the tempo up and really push the basketball and. Uh, it took a little bit, but they they adapted well to the change and have really done a good job of 
uh, trying to change our pace of play and uh, trying to push the basketball. Well, awesome. Uh, so, if parents can't make the game, we, we're uh, we're deciding where we're in, what teams we're going to go to this weekend um, because we cover Blair and Duke as well, and they're playing in a, a different town way across the state. <laughs> I mean, y'all, yeah. y'all, you and Sni- the, y'all's team, the, this area, kind of got the short straw mm-hmm. for regionals because these guys are going to Arnett, y'all are going to Alex. That's that's a pretty far off drive to travel. But then again, it's playoff basketball, so you're kind of expected. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah but it's pretty tough to have to drive an hour and a half. It could be worse, though. But we do get the benefit of the doubt if we can make it through regionals and play well. We'll uh, areas right here at Cash, and so that would be uh, a real benefit to be 10, 15 minutes from our area tournament games. Yes, sir. Uh, anything you want to say to your fans or your, your team while, before we cut this interview off? I just want to say uh, we appreciate the support all year long, and that as we continue to play, uh, I know things are crazy, but continue to come out and support. Uh, not only the girls, but the guys too. And that, uh, hopefully, we can put on a good show and make a good run in playoffs. And go Cyclones, yes, sir. Coach Quickle, uh, I'll keep in contact with you this weekend. I'll let you know if we're going out there or not as well. Uh, but if I not, if we don't go out there, please drive safe and uh, good luck to you this weekend. All right, thank you. No problem, Coach. We'll talk to you later. All right. But that was Coach Quickle from the Snyder Lay Cyclones. Uh, coming up after this commercial break will be Coach Reed from the Snyder Cyclones boys to talk about their upcoming schedule uh, basketball tournament as well here on 107.9 KEYB. And we're back here on 107.9 KYB. We've got the phone with Coach Quickle from the Snyder Cyclones. Now we will have Coach, Hun- Coach Fletcher Reed from the Snyder Cyclones. Coach Reed, are you there? Yes, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for calling this one. We just got off the phone with your uh, your counterpart, Coach Quickle. Uh, ex- oh yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Exciting times for the Snyder for Snyder out there. Uh, before you before we get to basketball, your your powerlifting team out there has done amazing, and then of course your football team advanced deep into the playoffs. And now both boys and girls team are making the playoff run this year as yeah, well. Yeah, it's been a crazy year, but it's been a good year to be a Cyclone so far. Yes, sir. Uh, of course, we can't leave out the band. The band's always amazing out there. Yeah, they like seven times sweepstakes in a row or something like that. They're they're on a roll. If you, if you don't know anything about Snyder, you can tell you what, they're, they have some great athletes, some some great students, and an amazing talent. I, before we get on, I am I have ties to Snyder. My my niece graduated out there. She plays college softball. My stepson graduated there last year, and of course, you know my son Cruz goes out there as well. So, you know, I I bleed partial uh, orange and black out there. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've been watching your team. La- I saw your team play last year, and they were a, a young team. This year, lots of seniors on your squad. Uh, Ryan Kelly, Bridgewater. You have. Uh, uh, How and uh, Carter as well. Yeah, yeah, some great senior leadership. Of course, then you have a uh, Turtle Anderson and a uh, Kaisen Lau, some some young guys uh, to build around as well. But y'all are fairly balanced team. The only the only problem I can see happening is some size, you, lack of size for the Snyder Cyclones. 
Yeah, I mean that that definitely could be an issue down the road. But I mean, we we necessarily don't run just simple man to man stick to your man. Anytime we've come up with size, we've done a good job helping each other out on the backside. Uh, whether we're doubling or having just an extra guy in there to help, so our team defense and our quickness hopefully can take away a size disadvantage if that happens to become an issue. Well, yeah, your guys are really really quick on the defensive end a lot of defensive switching a lot of rotating a lot of backside help your, your guys are really well coached coming from you as well and your assistants and whatnot because I, 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 I caught a, a few games from y'all this year and y'all never look lost on defense uh, and that's and that's <laughs> a key thing defense wins championships yes that is true uh uh i remember i was uh, coming back from the geronimo classic and coach gable shot me messages he's like He's like that Ryan Kelly kid's a stud. I was like, yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, young man is. He's he's a heck of a basketball player. Yeah, he he is. He's he's special. Um, I mean, if you haven't seen him play, you definitely need to come watch because he's he's can't miss basketball for sure. No, he can drop thirty on you in a heartbeat as well. Yeah, yep. sometimes you don't even realize it either. You look at the box score after the game, you're like, wow, he had yep. twenty five points. And <laughs> it just seems like an off night. And then, then you have you have your cart, your Lance Carter and Ethan Howe, who who can who can score. They they can score in bunches as well. But they they seem to do a lot of the dirty work that clears the way for Ryan and gets open shots for uh, the other teammates as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, they both do a really good job, especially on the on the glass. They kind of handle that for us. They're both great kids and work hard all the time as well. But. I mean, you you have those three together, Ryan and Ethan and Lance. That's that's a tough three three people to match up with. Yep. And then because you have uh, Kyson Speed and and Turtle does does just does everything you ask him to do on the court. So you <laughs> yeah, Turtle's very active. Kyson Kyson defensively, he's he's something I'm glad he's on our team because he he's probably one of the best defensive players in our class for sure. Then you have the heater off the bench and Bridgewater, who who's your muscle. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. He comes off. He <laughs> comes off the bench. Little energy, uh, size inside. He's not afraid to get physical with anybody. So that's that's nice as well. Uh, congratulations on winning district. Uh, if you win Saturday, you don't play again until Tuesday, right? Correct. Yes. If we win Saturday, we'll have a few days off, and then we'll get back after it Tuesday night. Who do y'all play on Saturday? We play Alec on Saturday. I think I said that right. <laughs> Alex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex. <laughs> on, on Saturday at 8 p.m., right? Yes, yes, at Alex. Huh. It should be a good game. I, that's who the girls are playing as well. They're playing the Alex girls as well at 1 o'clock out there. A big gap. Uh, so, unfortunately, if for your, the, the people who travel out there, you have like a five-hour break between games. And not saying nothing bad about that town, but there's nothing to do out there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hopefully there's some – I haven't been there too often, but hopefully there's a place where fans can go eat and kind of just chill out for a little bit and then come back for, for the boys. Uh, before we end this conversation, what, what is y'all's record and where have y'all – and are y'all ranked this year? Uh, we are – I believe after our district win, we're 15-2. and two. Um, The last ranking came out, like, very started January, the second week because Class A and B playoffs came out so quickly. Um, and I think we finished at 11 in the class rankings. So 
that's where we're sitting. That's pretty awesome right there, being top top 15 <laughs> in the state. There's a lot of class A yeah. teams. Uh, who, who's your toughest competition in this this area? Uh, in, well, if you go based off rankings, Fort Cobb's on the other side of our area, and they're ranked number one. But honestly, it's a, it's a super, super tough area. I don't think there's really an easy – easy game or anything which is going to happen when you get in playoffs but i mean alex ranked i think 15 or 16 and so that's that's what's on our mind up first because we have to go to their place and play them and i know they're going to be jacked up to protect their home floor so we're going to focus on them and then whoever we see next hopefully we can give them a run for their money and hopefully that game's on tuesday instead of uh, monday yes yes hopefully <laughs> yes that would be nice get an extra day of breath uh and uh, are you going to bust out the bow tie this weekend? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I haven't thought too far in advance, but yeah, it probably, it probably is time to get the bow tie back out. <laughs> and, and that's, and that's what I call you on air, bow tie Reed. <laughs> bow tie Reed yep. got my own nickname. Yes, sir. We, you know, um, you know, Coach Roberts out there in Lusty, she wears those high heels, and, and when she, and if you ever coached against her, or senior coach, she. She's stomping those high heels on the court. <laughs> she uses them to her advantage. Yes. You got Coach Jackson out there wearing a suit and tie and lone wolf. Coach Gable's in his red sweater, and then you got your bow tie. <laughs> That's my thing now, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I'm very excited for your team, as well as Coach Quickle's Snyder team as well. I think you'll have a shot to make it to the next round. Both teams, uh, really good, balanced teams, very well coached. I'm excited for Snyder. One, because, you know, I'm a big sports guy, and two, as I told you before, I got ties out there as well. Uh, I'm hoping we can make it out there. If not, please let us know so we can update our, our Facebook page and let everybody know how y'all are doing. And, Coach Reed, thank you so much for your time today to call in. Uh, safe travels on Saturday. All right. Thank you. Thank uh, you for the support as well. No problem. Uh, real quick, do you have anything you want to say to your, the fans and the, and the people in Snyder? Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely thank you all year for the support. Uh, that's what's great about Snyder is we travel well to go support. Um, we're always supporting one another. Um, so just keep it up. It should be an exciting time. could be a busy week next week. So stick with us and keep it up. Coach Reed, you have a good day, and we'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you. Have a good day as well. You too. Bye. Coach Reed from the Snyder Cyclones playing in Alex this weekend against Alex, 8 p.m., uh, we'll let you know if we're covering that game's here on 102.7 and network1sports.com. We're going to go to commercial break, and we'll be right back. 107.9 KEYB. And we're back here on 107.9 KEYB, The Morning Show with Callum Friends. Right now, temperatures sit at 10 degrees. Today's high will be 30. Right now, it feels like 1 degree. The wind's coming in from the north, east at 4 miles per hour. The warm-up tomorrow. It'll get above freezing. be 42 on Friday and Saturday, Sunday 47, Monday be a really hot 58 degrees. And then next week, midweek should be in the 60s. All the snow should be gone. 
Today's National Days are brought to you by Whitaker's Extreme Gymnastics. Whitaker's Extreme Gymnastics, making tomorrow stars today. Even though they're, they're going to be closed today for safety reasons. They want to make sure nobody gets sick. It's too cold in the, the gym. They don't want to overwork their heaters. Good reason for them to be uh, closed today. I mean, Addy has tons of energy to go burn off, but it'll be all right. It will be all right. Cow milked while flying in an airplane day. Crab stuffed flounder day. National battery day. National drink wine. Pluto day. And thumb appreciation day. You know, when we say them twice, you know what's next. I still can't get over cow milk while flying in the airplane day. Joe Day sponsored by Dockety Hernandez. Dockety Hernandez. We should go get some hot, warm Mexican food on this code, code day. Some cardo or some menudo, if you're into that, would be nice on this code day. I, on the other hand, would just take some masada fries. Oh my goodness, that does sound good right now. Dockety Hernandez, 101 North Hudson. And after you fill your belly up with some good food, try some of their Thres Leche cake or some of their mini bun cakes. That's Dockety Hernandez, 101 North Hudson. Since it's National Wine Day, let's uh. Tell some wine jokes. Hey, Scott. What? I'm right here. At the restaurant. Sir, would you prefer red or white wine? Customer shrugs. I don't really care. I'm colorblind. <laughs> there should, they should put more wine in a bottle so there's enough for two people. I like to think of myself as a bottle of fine wine. I'm saving myself for another 10 to 15 years, but in reality, I'll probably wait too long, become funky, and just left be in touch until I'm thrown away. <laughs> Need one more? One more. How much should you spend on a bottle of wine? I don't know, maybe 15 minutes. <laughs> okay, okay, definitely. Last one. If you were eight years old when Red Red Wine released, you'd be 40 now. You get it? That's, that's the name of the band that sings Red Red Wine. Oh, Joey today was sponsored by Dockety Hernandez. Dockety Hernandez. I'm pretty sure most of her food pairs well with wine. 101 North Hudson. Commercial break, and we'll be back with our News of the Weird on 107.9 KEYB. And we're back here on 107.9 
KEYB, the morning show with Kyle and friends. Had some good interviews with Coach Quickle and Coach Reed from Snyder. Coming up, bottom of the hour, Coach Gable from Duke will be calling in. So um, let's press on with the show. News of the Weird could be brought to you by you. Just for $5 a day, Monday through Friday, could be your segment. You don't have to be a business. Uh, it can just be an event you want people to to know about, and we'll get it out there for you. It's News of the Weird. Remember, we didn't say it was weird. They made it weird. Four men get mouth ulcers after eating 66 pounds of oranges at airport to avoid paying extra baggage fee. <laughs> In a bizarre incident, four men paid a heavy price after they restored to some drastic steps to reduce their extra baggage fee at an airport. In an incident that is now going viral, four men got mouth ulcers after they decided to eat 66 pounds of oranges at the airport to avoid paying extra baggage fees. The incident occurred at the airport in southwest China's Yuan province. The four travelers in question ate the oranges inside the airport itself in record 30 minutes. According to a January 20th report by the Global Times, a man with surname Wang and his three colleagues bought a box of oranges weighing weighing, uh, 66 pounds during their business trip. During their purchase, they did not realize that airlines would ask them to shell out extra money as shipping charges for the oranges. As they prepared to board the plane back home, the airport said is going to charge them for each kilogram in shipping for the oranges of uh, 3,300 Ah, never mind. Their, their money. <laughs> Not one that paid the extra fee, which was much more than the price of the purchase, the, of the, the plane ticket. The four colleagues reached a census seat, the fruits there and then. It took them under 30 minutes to finish the box. We just stood there and ate the whole thing. It took about 20 to 30 minutes, he told the Global Times. While it seems as a daring feat, the foreman suffered mouth ulcers after eating so much citrus fruits in one go. Post this ordeal, they were rightly left feeling like never eating oranges again. In another amusing, in another amusing incident, a woman faked pregnancy to avoid baggage fees at an Australian airport. She created a fake baby bump that contained extra clothes and a laptop charger that she couldn't fit in her travel bag. But that was not it. Before boarding the flight, she also slid her laptop down the back of her stretchy jumpsuit going through security. <laughs> oh, news that weird could be brought to you by you. Remember, we didn't say it was weird. They made it weird. <laughs> I just would have paid or just thrown away the oranges. Because you can go to a grocery store and get oranges. I, I don't know. Special oranges. Now they have mouth ulcers and, and yeah. <sighs> Some people. Oh, we're going to be right back after these commercial breaks and song. And we're back with our Tell Me Something Good segment here at 107.9 KEYB.
And we're back here on 107.9 KEYB, the morning show, our Thursday edition. I'm trying to get it together. The interweb is slow. Temperatures right now at 9 degrees. Today's high will be 30. Overnight low will be 6 degrees. Right now it feels like 1, 1 degree. So layer up if you're going out. Be safe on the road still. Crazy. Crazy road conditions in some areas. Main Street and Broadway cleared out. Side roads, not so much, so be careful. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, Coach Gable from Duke will be calling in. So let's press on with the show. And I thought I had it ready to go. Oh, here he did. Brought to you by Sandstrong Fitness Center. Sandstrong Fitness Center, where they're open. If you have some time, uh, if you feel safe driving out there, go in there, get out of the house, burn off some of that energy. And if you're like me, got bored and ate during these uh, few days, definitely got to go burn some calories off. That's Stantronk Fitness Center over there on Commerce, across the street from the chamber where President Kerr resides. And just... For Chief Joe. Tell me something good. Alex Trebek wardrobe is donated to organizations that help homeless find jobs. Throughout his life, Alex Trebek was a vocal activist and a passionate philanthropist. He was active in World Vision organizations, donated land for conservation, visit, visited military bases around the world to support for the troops, made substantial contributions to, to causes involving education and homelessness. Truly, the list goes on. As someone who was both passionate about philanthropy and fatherhood, Trebek passed his drive to help others onto his kids. Matthew Trebek, Alex's son, followed his dad's generous footsteps, actively supporting organizations like the Doe Fund. According to the website, the Doe Fund mission is to find the cycle, is to break the cycle homelessness, incarceration, and unemployment become self-sufficient through the combinations of social services. So, so, nah, man, once I can't get the word out, gets to me. Sobriety support, career training, and more. As men work through the Doe Fund program, they attend interviews, secure jobs that will allow them to become self-supporting. As with many job interviews, first impressions are essential. But when you're unable to afford professional clothes, the stress of a job interview becomes even greater. While mourning the passing of his dad, Matthew Trebek had an idea, one that would allow his dad to do one final charitable act. Matthew and Jeopardy... Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Matthew and, and Jeopardy person Stephen Zimbelman packed up Trebek's wardrobe and donated hundreds of articles of clothing to the Doe Fund's admirable cause. 58 dress shirts, 14 suits, 300 ties, 25 polos, 14 sweaters, 9 sports coats, 9 pairs of dress shoes, 15 belts, 2 parkas, and 3 pairs of dress locks will now help hard-working men make a winning first impression. During his last days on set, Alex entrolled the virtues of everyone opening up their hands and their hearts to those who are suffering. Executive producer uh, Michael Richard said, Toad deadline, 
Donating his wardrobe to those who are working to rebuild their lives is a perfect way to begin to honor that last request. Alex, we salute you. Even beyond this world of living, he's still making an impact. Good for his family to help carry on his uh, generous ways. Remember, the world's not going to hell in a handbasket. We make it what it is, bring more to the table of life than you take off, and everything will be okay. One little thing can make a big difference in this world. Just remember that. We'll be right back after these commercial breaks in song with uh, Coach Gable on 107.9 KEYB. And we're back here on 107.9 KYB. And on Eridos, we have Coach Gable from the Duke Tigers. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. How are you doing today? Oh, doing really well. Just trying to stay warm. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you're not out there driving a bus right now. That's true. That is very true. A good call by all the, the school administrators to cancel school and go virtual or just give these kids extra times off. I, I know for, for you, it's got to be kind of hard right now with everything getting pushed back. Yeah, um, it's uh, definitely a break from the norm, but, you know, everybody's in the same boat. As long as it's like that, uh, you, you can't complain. I mean, we're, we're all dealing with the same thing, so you just you make do. And, and, and this year, nobody knows what's going on anyhow, so we've learned to uh, expect the unexpected. How many games did y'all in, not end up playing this year? I'm sorry? How many games did y'all not end up playing this year? Uh, we missed out on eight games. It's not too bad. Could have been. You say it could have been worse. Yes, uh, the, a lot of we had a, a couple of quarantines before Christmas um, that we caught from opponents, um, and we were able to back end our schedule with some of those. Uh, some of those we just lost. Um, then of course we had one quarantine after Christmas because of an opponent, and then. So we lost those games, and then we took off. We took off ten days before playoffs and didn't play a game, um, hoping to avoid a quarantine by opponent. And so, luckily, we were able to get districts in. Yep. And now this week, y'all travel all the way up to Arnett, and we spoke last week uh, in districts and. Y'all, you and Blair did not get any favors with this yeah. draw. <laughs> you have to say that again. I can barely hear you. I'm so sorry. No, sorry. I said we spoke uh, at districts, and you and Blair, y'all did not get any any help with this uh, the the draw of the scheduling. Were were districts of that were areas of that or regionals? Yeah. No. Um, that was a it was a pretty tough district. Um, in fact, I feel like not downgrading our upcoming opponent in Arnett, but. Uh, I feel like Granite, Lone Wolf, Blair are all as good a quality opponent as, as Arnett is. So, um, you know, that that was a tough draw. And then on paper it looks good, but you have uh, in our area, of course you have Leedy, who's who we played in the state championship game last year. Um, you've got Tyrone, who was a state tournament team, and, they graduated nothing, um, but they they went so long in football because they won the state football championship that people didn't get them in the rankings for whatever reason, and so they dropped out of the top eight, um, and they're, they're a legitimate top eight team. And then 
Forgan also in our area, who's ranked right. number 20. Um, but they're in a boat where, you know, with this corona year, not a lot of people knew a lot of stuff. And, and they had um, two brothers, one a sophomore and one senior, that moved in this year that are out just amazing guards. So there's four really good teams, uh, along with, uh, you know, the ones that came out of our district, Arnett, Balco, Boys City. But it's a... Uh, it's definitely a I'm sorry not Boy City Goodwill it's a tough area but you know the, the bottom line is you have to beat somebody to get the state so you just play who they put in front of you and do your best is there any uh, stress this year since you are the defending state champions this year um no the stress was last year uh you know, going wire to wire, number one, um, we felt like anything less than a state championship, um, we we felt like we were going to be disappointed, especially with the way the year before it ended. Uh, this year, um, obviously, we're not the favorites to win it all. Um, that That is Varnum uh, or Roth. But we feel like, you know, we're good enough to get back there and and you never know what can happen once you're there so we'll just but, but the, the pressure there's always pressure um anytime you're ranked as high as we are uh but no last year was much more stressful uh you have some some good senior leadership on your team you have uh, tyson ledbetter you have cole colossen and of course you have the one starter from last year gage milner so you have a lot of a big time experience on the court with you this year to help out your younger guys so that, that helps out yes. a lot. Uh, that, that's, that's helped out a ton. But if you, I mean, while those, all three of those guys are seniors, if you really look at it, um, even last year, you know, um, now Cole gave us some great minutes in the state championship game, but Cole, Bryson, and Aaron, uh, Bryson the junior, Aaron the sophomore, you know, of course last year they were all freshman, sophomore, and junior. Uh, they really, and even Tyson, they really didn't get to a lot of playing time. Um, we had that large class of eight senior players, and four of them started. And of course, Daniel Tamplin came in right off the bench um, as our sixth man. And we ran, like most years, we ran a, <clears throat> a heavy six-man rotation. And so Gage, really coming back this year, was the only one that, of course, anybody knew about but also the only one with really playing time experience. Um, but I've been really proud of the way that Cole and Tyson have stepped up. And, you know, what sometimes gets lost in that when you have a good group of seniors like that is, well, no, those guys weren't getting playing time all the time. But in reality, they were practicing against better competition than everybody else was getting playing time experience against. Oh, yeah. uh, when you're having to play against a Jamison Richardson and a Matt Miller and a Mason Rice and a Dawson Brooks and you know Daniel Tamplin and those other seniors, uh, you get really good really fast. Um, you just have to to survive. Um, and so I've been very pleased with that. And I've really been happy with our young guys that have stepped up this year. I've been I've been really impressed with Lane Womack and Aaron Wright. Uh, those young and of course uh, Reynolds. Reynolds has been playing some. Or is it Hill? Number 11. Yes. Um, you know, Lane, of course, the first time I saw Lane, he was in seventh grade. And we're talking about Lane's a young f- freshman this year, anyhow. 
So he's a young seventh grader, and the first time I walk in the gym when he's a seventh grader, the first time meeting him, he says, Coach, I can dunk it. And, of course, I'm a sarcastic person, so, uh, you know, I'm always, well, that's, okay, show me. And so he dunks it, and I thought, well, this kid's definitely got some athletic ability, but uh, the amount of time that he puts in in the gym is, I mean, I've, I've had few people that put more time in the gym than Lane Womack does. So his shots really come along. Um, of course, Aaron's an amazing athlete, and he's just got a, a motor that doesn't stop. Um, so those two, with their athletic ability, have really helped. And then Morgan Reynolds, I knew Morgan could shoot. Um, and then, of course, he grew to be six foot tall. He has been a super pleasant surprise this year. Um, Works so hard in practice, and then the first time he really gets any major playing time is against Hobart and he hits two threes in the last minute that help us win that game and so it's just I mean Morgan has been the the surprise of the season I guess um, with how well he stepped up and with him and Lane shooting the ball like they are it's really changed the dynamics of our offense so that's helped a ton Yeah, with Aaron Wright you can see the potential there he just does he's not out of control he doesn't know how to control it just yet he can yeah oh, no he can get out of control yeah. um yes uh he just he goes so hard um that that you know and that's what we worked with him this year a lot of uh, that's time just just slow things down you know you don't just because you can go that fast doesn't mean you have to all the time he gets a lot of travel so, calls because he's so excited say that again he gets a lot of travel calls because he's so he he's so fast that he doesn't put the, the ball down first Yes, yes. He just he gets ahead of himself. He knows what he wants to do, and he just he goes. But you know, a lot of that comes with more and more playing time, and, and you know, growth and maturation. And he he's made huge steps this year. And I you know, I sometimes forget that not so much Morgan because Morgan's you know just just now coming in. You forget that Lane's a freshman. You forget that Aaron's a sophomore. Um, because they don't look like a normal freshman and sophomore. Let's be honest; they're they're very mature young men physically, and so when they step on the floor, and you know, they both can dunk it, and Lane can do any dunk you want. You you sometimes forget just how young they are, and that they're going to make some of those mistakes. Um, but they they've done a heck of a job for us this year. That's awesome to hear. I, I know. Uh... The further you go in the playoffs, the more you got to worry about the size. Uh, you all lost a lot of size last year. You mentioned Varnum. Varnum had two guys 6'6 on their team that are there this year as well. Uh, is that your main concern this year, going deeper in the playoffs? I'm sorry, Cal. You're kind of cutting out. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, are you worried about the lack of size you have on your team the further you go in the playoffs? Um, A little bit. Well, we're not huge. Uh... In Class B, very few people are. Um, now, what we're going to meet up, and of course, with this first game against Arnett, and, and I'm not looking past anybody, uh, Arnett's not going to present a size problem. They're about the same size as us. Uh, let's just say we see Forgan in the next round. Um, like I said, Forgan got those two guards that are great movements, but they also have a, a six eight. I mean, this kid's got to be 320 pounds. and not, He's not fat. He looks like a a solid defensive lineman is what he looks like. Um, that that could present some problems. And then Leedy um, has a a very big lineup all across the board. 
So it can present some problems. Um, of course, Lane's, you know, 6'3 or 6'4. Um, but like I said, he's still a, a freshman. And while he's mature physically and the fact that the things he can do, he's not, he hasn't started to fill out just yet. Uh, and then, you know, we've got Tyson Ledbetter, who's our starting post. And Tyson's about 5'9, 5'10. Now, he's as strong as anybody. But, you know, he's obviously at a disadvantage height-wise. Um, but then when you start to look at that, you have to say, okay, well, what do we have that they don't? And, and we can put five outstanding athletes on the court at any one time, which makes people have to guard that. So you just you try to negate other people's positives with your positives, and that, that's where we're at. And, and you know, Gage is six one, six two, somewhere in there. Uh, but he has a wingspan that's like six seven, so Gage can play a lot bigger than he, he actually is on the, the height scale. And then you got Dice uh, Bryson Dew who can jump out of the gym, so that helps out as well. Yes, Bryson is <clears throat> my goodness. Uh, that kid's been—he's probably been the biggest difference maker for us this year. Um, I kind of expected everything else where everybody else is has come around except for Morgan. Morgan was like I said a pleasant surprise but and I knew what Bryson could do. Um when Bryson was a freshman he had a phenomenal junior high season. Um so I knew that when it was his turn he would step up but he's just been um well well beyond expectation. He he is a you talk about a kid that just wants to win and, and will do anything to win, that's Bryson Dill. He's a super hustler and like you said he is an amazing athlete. Um he's Probably the fastest. He or Cole Clawson won. Those two are the the fastest kids we have on our team. So, yeah, he he makes a big difference. Well, Coach, uh, first of all, before we end, end this interview, thank you and to the Duke community for allowing us to go out there and cover so many games. I know it seems like we we go out there a lot. It's just sometimes the luck of the draw, and then the further y'all go, the more y'all advance. Sometimes you're the only team to cover. So, thank you for letting us be a part of y'all's uh, winning tradition lately we do appreciate it uh it's, it's nice seeing some of these these young men grow and to mature over the couple these past couple of years so uh it's been nice to see it's been real fun to see as well uh, all the winning and and like the tournament of champions and the state championship games it's been fun to be a part of so we appreciate y'all allowing us to be out there oh well hey we we can't tell you how appreciative we are of you cal i mean you've you know, covering that playoff run last year, um, that was so much fun. And uh, allowing everybody back home to be able to – they couldn't get to the games to listen into it. And then, you know, this year especially, um, people just can't get to the games because, you know, with the ticket systems and everything because of the coronavirus. So we sure appreciate you guys and, and you especially for everything that you guys have done for us. Appreciate it, Coach. Do you have anything you want to say to your fans and, and students out there for this upcoming game? Uh, you know, um, they are changing up the the system yet. Or they're changing the system. It's not they're not doing tickets per player. They're actually going to allow half capacity. The OSSA got special permission from the governor. Um, now, as how they're going to do that yet, we don't know. So you might just watch. Uh, the school Facebook, and we'll update. Um, but more people are going to be allowed as we go further in this playoff deal. And, of course, uh, we were supposed to play tonight, and they moved it from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that we'll play on Saturday now. 
Um, and then the rest of the regionals will play out on Monday and Tuesday. So we'd love to see as many people as we can get there. And if not, you know, listen in when you guys are covering us. And uh, it's, a, it's a weird year, and we apologize for that, but it's all out of our control. So, Well, well Coach, you have a, a great day, and safe travels to you and Coach, uh, Coach Dawson's team, the, the girls' team out there to Arnett. No, uh, it's Arnett on the Saturday. <laughs> Girl, I appreciate it. The girls play at 5? The girls will play at 6, and then we'll play at 8. Because um, Which I don't they, – they'll do the, the gym clear out, but uh, it could start at 7.30. I, don't, I really don't know how they'll do it. Um, you know, with us and Blair, because it was our crowd and Blair's crowd, we didn't do a clear out in between games. Um, and I don't know if they'll do that since it's us and Arnett on both sides there, but – it's just again. It's a lot of this is we're, we're learning it as we as, as we get there. We find out more and more. So it's just a like I said. It's been a completely crazy year. Well, coach, you have a good day and thank you for uh, your time. I appreciate it. You too. We'll see you, sir. Yes, sir. Bye. Bye. That was Coach Gable from the Duke Tigers, the defending state champs, Class B Duke Tigers. Uh, we'll be right back here on one hundred seven point nine KEYB. And we're back here on the morning show with Cal and Friends, 107.9 KEYB. The wrap-up portion of our show, real quick, it's 9 degrees. Today's high will be 30. Feels like 1 degree. It's going to warm up all weekend. We'll be back tomorrow, as usual, unless something happens. Uh, we had our National Days Up brought to you by Whitaker's Extreme Gymnastics. Wine day, people. Wine. Joey Day, sponsored by Takati Hernandez. Back here, Nandis, 101 North Hudson. Thanks again to Coach Hunter Quickle and Coach Bowtie Reed out there in Snyder, Oklahoma, giving us an update of their upcoming basketball schedule. We didn't get to do an interview with them before basketball season started, just couldn't get the time in. Glad we got it. And now, thanks to Coach uh, Gable. From Duke for calling in and giving us an update. Exciting times for our local air sports teams, ladies and gentlemen. Even if you're not from Duke, Blair, or Snyder, or Tipton, go follow them. It should be fun. Fun basketball playoff run for these these teams. Uh, we had our news of the weird. Four guys decided to eat 66 pounds of oranges to avoid paying baggage fees. Then they got mouth ulcers. Or tell me something good brought to you by Stan Strong Fitness Center. Alex Trebek's family is donating his clothes to help the Doe Fund, which helps men have something nice to wear for job interviews. Good for them. Now on to birthdays. Today's your birthday. Let me get some background music. Today's your birthday, February 18th. You celebrate it with Yoko Ono. The person who broke up the Beatles, Herman Santiago, Irma Thomas, uh, Robbie Bachman from the Bachman Turner Overdrive, Dr. Dre, 
born today. Born Andre Young. Also, Sybil Shepard turned 71. Moonlight. John Tavolta, 67. Vanna White, 64. Matt Dillon, 57. Molly Ringwall, guys, is 53. Wow. Today would have been Jack Palace's birthday. He's from City Slickers and George Kennedy uh, from the Naked Gun movies. For our local celebrities uh, on the 18th, nobody. Yesterday was Junior Virials, Glenda Perryman, Darren Dayton. On the 16th, Norma Gonzalez, Don Millard. Happy birthday to y'all from uh, us. On my birthday list, today we have, of course it's not on there, uh, I know Sandra Perez's birthday is today, happy birthday Sandra, if you have a birthday today that we couldn't get out there, happy birthday, or anniversary, happy birthday from uh, the HPRN network, it's great to be back to work. I'm a routine guy. Hopefully I can figure it out and get back on my routine. Poor Addy. Poor, poor Addy. Sleeping in, staying up late. Eating whenever we decide to eat. (laughs) Guys, remember, check your ego out the door and go be great. 107.9 KEYB.